One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com/people today. And welcome to Why Are You Like This, a podcast devoted to finding out who we are and why we do the things we do. I'm your host, Ryan Andrews, and I got the luxury of seeing today's guest perform at a comedy concert just for me. And I've been hooked ever since. Please welcome to the mic, the hilarious Veronica Garza. <laughs> I, for a minute, I was like, yeah, comedy concert. Wait a minute. Oh, yeah, I get it. That's a thing now. I love uh, You want to know something? I haven't even watched the show yet. I've watched the original, but I have not watched. And can, may I say something? The fact that I know every single thing that you're the reference and everything, every, so many things about this character on, what is it? And just like that, despite not seeing it, says a lot about the internet. Yeah, the internet, quick, quick to find. Che Diaz changed the whole world. Bane in my existence. They're not even a real comic. Ugh. Anyway, but thank you for having me. Of course. Come on. I mean, if uh, if you want to watch the show, more than welcome. I thoroughly enjoyed and just like that, a piece of television that I cannot tell you is good. Um, but Che Diaz <laughs> is the most famous comedian that's ever existed on oh, the wow. planet. So. Oh, okay. Well, there's there's my competition right there. <laughs> right there. How you doing today? You know what? I'm doing okay. I'm in a, I'm in an interesting space. You know how you well, you're in the industry too. How when one of your friends when one of your friends books something and you're like, hell yeah. But I'm in that fun space between being supportive of them, but also like rethinking all of my life and wondering what I'm doing here and how I've been like wasting all my time. I'm in that middle sweet spot. But I mean, that's where the good jokes come in. Yeah. No, that middle <laughs> sweet spot, I feel like I've been in for three years, I guess. Right. Uh, um, so I feel, yeah, I was thinking about that today as I, so as I am currently just a, the only way I have income right now is walking a dog that lives a much more lavish lifestyle than I will ever, ever know. Um, oh, so I have a lot of time to think as we, as we walk around. <laughs> And I was thinking about that today where I was just like, damn, time, just stolen time, (laughs) just gone. Uh, Stolen time. (laughs) (laughs) But I mean, but other than that, I mean, but yeah, like, like you said, it's, we're so used to being in that part, that space, because it's great. Like your friends are getting stuff and people, you know, are getting continuously getting dope things and, you know, there they are on TV and it's like, cool. And I'm just thinking, V, you got to keep working. You got to keep working. For me, it's more like, okay, keep your head down, start another project, start this, like stay focused. So Mm -hmm. 
But also, you know, I'm at a point where I can be super happy for my friends. It's not a bad jealousy. It's one of the healthy jealousies that fuels me, which, you know, something I've worked on in therapy. We love therapy. We love oh, hell yeah. being able to work on stuff like that. No, it's, it's great too. And like, you know, your friend, your friends are moving forward. And if they're good friends and you're good people, you move you up will with too. them. You know? Exactly. Like, exactly. Exactly. That's how I feel. It's very, very important for me to remember as a naturally jealous person. <laughs> we all know a little bit. I was gonna say, but yeah, I were you the only you were the only non comic at the show I performed yeah. at when we met, right? Yeah, <laughs> we met because Gabe Gonzalez was premiering a sketch that he had created, and I think part of the grant was it needed to be done in a public space or something, right? So I had had Gabe on the podcast before. And I live in Harlem, so seeing Gabe be like, oh, I'm doing something in Manhattan, I was like, oh, I'll go. Easy. Easy commute. Right. What have you. And then, yeah, I showed up, and the rest of you were doing sets, and I was like, yay. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's, yeah, because it was you, me, uh, Dylan Adler, and Jay Jordan. And mm-hmm. Dylan and Jay were also in the sketch that Gabe had written and produced and was a part of um so it was just it was funny you want to know i was thinking about this the other day uh because I, I you know i perform a lot luckily and the most fun i have at shows are when it's literally nobody there yeah because it it takes away any kind of pretense any kind of like yeah i've made it mentality it's like no matter what you will be in an empty room at some point so like oh yeah it's great. It's yeah. great. Also get to, you know, perform just, it's like me and just my friends and my comic friends. We get to, you know, hear each other's stuff. Not that we don't listen already, but it's just us. It's so fun. I And you just want to make your friends laugh, especially as a comic. Like when it's different when it's a room full of people and it sucks, mm-hmm. you know? And even then my thing is one, have fun, which I had fun at that show. Two, uh, I want my friends to have fun. Yeah. And then other you know? than that, who cares about what strangers are doing? Yeah, they'll have fun. And most of the time, people, if they see you're having fun, they're going to have fun, too. That's so key. It's it's like uh, it's a lot like a lot of musical theater stuff that I do. Like 90% of the time, it's like if you're working on an audition piece that is like, I don't know, hopeful or just not meant for you to cry, like the people who are seeing you audition want to have a good time. So mm-hmm. just like have a good time. Yeah. And you'll feel better. Yeah. Yeah. Six minutes in. We've healed the entire world. Veronica and we I. Really have, we really <laughs> have. Let me tell you, that's what I do, okay? I'm just, why are you like this? Because I'm so fucking dope. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. Thank you so much. It's been such a pleasure. <laughs> Bye. It's a quick. It's going to be an easy edit. Just <laughs> easily done. Uh. Well, where are you from, my friend? What what's what's young you doing? How do we young how do we me, start the me. journey? How do we start the journey? I I am originally uh let's see, born in Houston, uh but raised and lived most of my life in Dallas, Texas. Cool. So I'm a Texan. I went to college. I went to the University of Kansas in Lawrence, Kansas, Rock Chalk, and then right after graduating, I moved right back to Dallas, and I I was there probably about another four and a half, five years. 
And then I moved to New York City, uh, and this was 10 years ago, or 10 and a half years ago now, when, when I was about 27, not to age myself, but yeah, uh, whatever. Whatever. And, yeah, so then I moved to New York City 10 years ago, but I mean, I started doing comedy. I did improv before I did stand-up, and I had no idea what improv was when I signed up for it. Mm. Uh, what's it? Yeah. Great. <laughs> yeah, I did. I did. I didn't know. I signed up for it. But then I remember I was like, well, when are we going to get to be on stage by, our, by ourselves? And someone said something about stand up. So I started doing that. And then I didn't move to New York City to do comedy, per se. I was I thought to myself when I moved here, oh, sure, I'm going to try it. And I'm sure I'll be good at it. And when, when I moved here, like, I mean, obviously, I completely like ate shit. Absolutely. I was horrible. I was horrible. And I didn't perform for like the first two years when I was here. And then I slowly got back into it about eight years ago. So I always tell when people ask how long I've been doing comedy, it's like, well, over 10 years, but you know, there have been breaks in there for specific reasons. Um, but yeah, I didn't, I just moved here to like, chill, <laughs> hang out. <laughs> see I legit, it kind of worked out. It sucks. My New York story. It's weird. Like, you know, I had rough time. Like it was hard. Like I lived in my car for two weeks. I gave up flyers in Times Square. I was always like finding random Craigslist jobs when I moved here, but it worked out with, through my networking that I got an advertising job. I think when I worked in some realm of advertising, you know, since college and I, I mean, since right after college. And uh, I mean, I, that was one of my majors. So I've worked, I worked at an agency as soon as I got here. And then I ended up working in that building this is right across on, on Broadway between Fulton and Day. I ended up working in that building for eight years for two different agencies. And uh, now I work for a, a different media group, um, but I still perform and like my schedule at night is, you know, that's my, that's my, in my head, that's my job, but my day job is what pays the bills. Yeah. Uh, when you were working in the same building, were you like, don't look at me old job? Or were you like, I'm going to go have lunch with my old job friends. You guys are mean. <laughs> I was such a bitch and I'm so, so glad that I, that that worked out like that because I like the first agency I worked at, uh, they were dope. And I was, I was hired to work on the Mexico account, which a little bit racist, but I'll fucking take it. Cause you know, I baby needed a job. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and so it was so dope. Cause apparently they only hired like cute Latinas to be on the account and the guy in charge of the account was a Spanish Spaniard guy Rodrigo who till this day we're still friends and it was such a fun team like I couldn't even get mad about how they're hiring practices because also it was like yo I'm cute <laughs> like, <laughs> you're like well I made it so I made it because they legit <laughs> said it they said we had they go we didn't want to be weird but they were like this person has to be like this because they have to face these clients blah 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 and the client didn't want anyone ugly <laughs> to have money it. to have money baby okay yeah all right shout out mexico tourism board uh thinking i'm cute anyway so i was on the account it was dope but at some point i guess with mexican government they can only be with an agency for two years and their their contract was running up so they had to leave so they didn't know where to put me and this company was reshuffling they had a very cool european model at first which is fun because we basically would party all the time and get work done it was so great but then they pulled in someone from detroit as always detroit don't know if you're from detroit ryan but i'm not oh. from detroit okay good i imagine you're like podcast done you're like thank um, you so much oh no we're going through a tunnel <laughs> <laughs> so so um they redid the company unfortunately it became just so 
it just became a horrible place to work. So I got a new boss and the new boss was a dick to me immediately. Straight white man, of course. Mm, And uh, it worked out that the person that I worked with at the agency that sat across from me, who always used to play Beyonce, no headphones. She moved to this new company and I messaged her and I'm like, bye, it was so great meeting you. If you don't mind, can I send you my resume? You know, who knows what the future may hold? She submitted my resume. As soon as it wasn't working out with that company and I legit thought, hey, I think I'm going to start looking for another job. That company, that OMG, that which I worked for for about six and a half years, messaged me like, hey, we have an opening. Uh, very much same thing you do. Would you like to meet with us? It was a Wednesday. It's crazy. I know that this is a Wednesday. I'm like, yeah, sure. When do you, when would y'all like to meet? And they go, hey, do you have time this afternoon? And I'm thinking, yeah, fuck this place. So <laughs> so and then I, I go, okay, so what's your address? I'm sure I could hop out for two hours. No big deal. And they said, here's the thing. We're on the 17th floor of your building that you're in, which also creepy, but also hell yeah. So I just Popped up there, 10 minute interview. They offered me the, the job. Like, next, I checked in and they're like, Oh, no, they love you. You're, I was more than qualified to do it. Wasn't even worried. So, anyway, they sent me, they sent me the offer letter and then I give the two weeks notice to the company. And, but my new boss is still being a dick to me. So, I was like, All right, fuck this. I just stopped going in. <laughs> I gave you two and weeks. I didn't say I was going to follow. I just told you in two weeks, I'm out. <laughs> I'm like, in two weeks, you got someone to, you got to find someone else. I'm not going to be here for the two weeks, but you got to find somebody for the show. Heads up, I'm going to be out. And so they would randomly see me like, like, luckily we took different, we had different, what is it? Elevators that we would take because of how tall the building is. Um, But they would still see me in the lobby and I would just laugh. (laughs) The closest thing I've had to that, um, I decided to hook up with somebody who lived in my building on the um wonderful app grinder and i knew at the beginning this is probably not like the best idea um considering they could just knock on my door at any moment right but also not the worst not Sorry. the worst yeah. i'm a creature of convenience um at one exactly. point we had a subletter in my apartment who i thought was cute and we were sleeping together and it was great because like we'd hook up and then i'd go sleep alone in my bed and I was like, <laughs> that is perfect oh i perfect. love my own space oh, i love so. it that's what I want in the future. If I ever, yeah, if I ever have a long-term partner, like... Separate bedrooms. Get separate bedrooms. I think it's fine. Yep. It doesn't mean I don't love you. It doesn't mean I don't want to have sex with you. It just means... Your own space. Own space. Thank you. Oh, go ahead. Preach. I love it. Just continuing to change the planet on this podcast episode. <laughs> and I was like, okay, I'm going to do it. Here we go. And I get, I get the little knock-knock on the door. And this guy shows up. And we had been talking. And he is on one of those, like, I broke my leg scooters. Oh, the little knee one? The one yeah, where your knee's knee like, one. oh, so he probably hurt his ankle or something or his toe. Never mentioned it. But he gets oh, in my, on. he's like at my door and I'm like, okay, cool. I'm not going to say anything, I guess, because he's not going to say anything. But I'm like aware of all of the corners it is to get to my bedroom. <laughs> we get to my room and he like lays on the bed and I like start going down on him and then I get a little tap tap on my head that says like hey I'm not actually feeling this and I'm like okay cool and for the first and I like help this man get redressed and then for the first time he mentions the scooter oh come on okay what happened he's like oh and this this sucks and I'm like "Uh uh-huh okay cool and he's like scoot scooting out of my apartment but again so many corners that I'm just awkwardly standing there like with stranger dick breath being like, can you get out of my 
I pushed him a little bit. Sorry. A little bit, but now I see a him in the bit. elevator all the time. How's his foot or leg or whatever? It's better now. Never told you what happened? <laughs> I want to know what happened to I him. I know. I was like, you never mentioned any of... So... Wow. That's that's not too bad. Okay. It's not too bad. But that is like, yeah, you still see them. But I mean, no one... He should no have moved. The bad guy. He should have moved. Also, you tell somebody if there's a cast involved, if there's an injury, if there's a crutch. I'm just saying. I tell people my height. Like... <laughs> Oh, I should. See, I do that because women are the worst about it, I feel like. Um, dudes, well, I feel like men. Yeah, some men don't like short men. I don't know. Regardless, people are worried about height. And for the most part, it isn't a problem. But I do tell people right away, hey, when you show up, I'm not going to be as tall as you think I am because I know I look tall online. I carry myself tall. I, I do. That's just a good thing. It's a good way Thank to live. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, that's how I roll. You know this. It's, it's just... <laughs> Just a tiny little spark of just ready anger. to go. Um, I thought of you not only because I was having you on the podcast, but because I went to I think kind of a lesbian convention um, <gasps> this past weekend where I saw Muna, King Princess, and Casey Musgraves. Oh, you went? Yeah, and it was insane, and it was hilarious because it was lesbian nightlife. Like I, oh I was gosh, very yeah. like. Like the feeling when I'm in the cubby hole, I'm like, this space is fun, but it's not for me. Like, thank you, though. <laughs> I appreciate you knowing this. Oh, I went on a rant about this the other day to my straight neighbor, but go ahead. <laughs> but I was like having such a blast. I'm looking around. I was like, oh, this is when all the lesbians come together. Cool, cool. <laughs> okay, they are here. I didn't know that was all who was on the lineup. That oh, that's sick. Very gay ladies. Oh my goodness. Oh yeah. I'm going to just put that on the mix later. Mm -hmm. I'm cry. <laughs> is that what being a lesbian is? Just... Uh, I guess. Or depression. Either cool. way. Cool. <laughs> Are you depressed? No, you queer. No. Mm -mm. Sorry, babe. <laughs> I'm a lesbian. So when you started doing stand-up, was it like, oh, this is the path in comedy for me or were you like maybe i'll do improv as well maybe i'll try sketch maybe i'll be a characters person you were like stand up is the best form for me uh, here's the thing i i so here's what's interesting this is what strikes out this kind of stands out to me uh i really like that question because i like was as we discussed prior to starting to record i listened to episode past previous episodes and i listened to gabe's episode first one because i love gabe and two I love listening to what Gabe has to say. He, anytime I talk to him, he has such great feedback on things, great advice. He's just a very smart, wise person, as you know, mm -hmm. and just a good person. So one of the things he mentioned in your episode, so this is me cueing people to listen to Gabe's episode as well. Uh, just subscribe. Doing my marketing. Here we go. There you go. There you go. Advertising, baby. Got you. You wonder why I went to that other agency. Bam, bitch. Good this at my is, job. This is a new Mexican tourism board. Um. <laughs> right? <laughs> Bienvenido. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, so Gabe mentions, you ask him about this, and he mentions how he knew about all these different venues in comedy. And I didn't know that in Texas. I also, you know, didn't, just didn't know, I was unaware of the resources. I'm still somewhat unaware of some of the resources or directions I could take or can take. I'm aware of some that I can, but not all of them. Well, regardless, when I started out, I didn't know what improv was. People thought I was funny, and they always say the same thing. Oh, you should be on SNL. You don't know what that means. Right. So anyway, I do improv and I find out, oh, that's kind of, you know, Second City, blah, blah, blah. I get like the whole kind of, well, not whole, I get a partial 
explanation of the route, but I don't know what it is. I'm doing improv. I'm noticing I'm okay, but I'm not that good at it. Then I do stand up and I'm, I'm all right. And, and then I thought, Oh, this is it. You crushing it. But I mean, I, the first time I went on stage, you know, you tell them the first time you go on stage and you do, you do well. Second time I completely ate shit. My mom told me I should not do that. Uh, <laughs> she's like, you shouldn't do this. You're not funny. And so, but <laughs> thanks, mom. <laughs> thanks. Thank you, mom. So it was one of those things where I just, um, I kept doing stand up, and then I didn't know that you could write for sure. I didn't know that people got writing gigs. I didn't know that you submitted writing packets. I didn't know character actors. I didn't know musical, comedy, all of this. I was unaware of all of that. And when I came to New York City, uh, you know, still very much didn't know a lot. I just knew that people would perform stand up and that they would get late night sets and that some would be on tour or some were working comedians. And I didn't really know much. And also when I moved here, I thought I was funny. And I'm going to be honest. I, yeah, I'm funny. I tell people I started comedy in Dallas, but I didn't learn how to tell a joke until I moved to New York City. I didn't learn how to do stand up till I moved to New York City and put in work here because this place honestly has the funniest people um, by far in regards to stand up comedians. I, I, I've heard people from other places and there's a reason they leave and they come to New York City to get better because like this is the shit for it, right? Mm -hmm. So I didn't realize like one, I'm good. Two, probably about like four or five years ago when I started somewhat you know, getting fun auditions for things or getting asked to submit packets or even just like getting put on lineups that I'm just thinking, oh, this is cool. Oh, I've seen this person on TV and more and more it happening. And then also just me realizing how stand up makes me feel and knowing that um, stand up, I know this sounds corny, but like stand up is my purpose. That doesn't sound corny at all. And um, so I listened to uh, your other episode. Was it with uh, with Marty? Yeah. Um, and I mean, I love, well, obviously as someone who's newly sober and that's, uh, that's how I, one of the things I admired about you when I first met you too, I was like, Oh, well, look at this little light he has. And you told me you don't drink either. And I'm like, Oh, that's what it is. <laughs> so one of the things I've learned, like with, I was listening to this podcast about sobriety on a long walk, not too long ago. And one of the things they said that I thought was interesting was once you stop drinking and you could start focusing, like you, you handle that part of like the urge, which of course we always fight it. Um, you can finally like start living your life and, you know, look for your purpose. Um, and that's what people spend the rest of their time. Once they sober up, they're like, Oh, now they can find their purpose. But my thing, I was like, yo, I've already found my purpose. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like I already know it. So now it's more about like me, like focusing and like getting better and finding a way that my purpose can like provide me with all the things I need in life, because for the most part, I get paid doing stand up, and I get paid, you know, every month, um, enough to where it's kind of nice to see, oh, I'm gonna buy myself these sneakers, or oh, I'm gonna go shopping on this. Oh, I could pay for this with comedy money or getting booked for random things. And I like even just the way I handle things like when I went through my traumatic breakup last year, you know, uh, I felt weird, like, the next day already my I felt weird with my brain already writing jokes about it you know because like that's what I know how to do um so it's just like this is my thing this is what I'm supposed to do <laughs> I know I love that I think thank you I think that's actually just kind of a like, beautiful like summation of just finding the art that like is the most expressive for you as a person and makes you feel the most you. I mean, the thing about not drinking for me 
is that I would drink before I did pretty much any kind of public performance or any kind of public meeting. You mentioned that. Yeah. yeah. And especially in New York, because it's, it's like, we're walking everywhere. We're not, for me, being drunk on the train isn't as dangerous as it is for like other people. And like, I, I can like function that way. Yeah, I'm like, I'd always find my way home. Yeah, I would like always get home. It'd be fine. Um, But if that's the only way I was meeting people and that's the only way I was portraying myself, then when I stopped, I was like, okay, so what is this? Right, right. What is... And like, I still smoke weed. I still like do other stuff. They don't affect me the same way alcohol affected me. Um, Right. So it's like everybody's journey is their own. But for me, cutting out alcohol really gave me that moment of clarity that you kind of talked about where it was like, okay, but I've already known what I want to do. So what do I need to make that go in the direction I want it to go? Because I feel like I'm already doing it, but I want to take it to a higher place. Right. I want to be like the best version at this. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? I want to like have this perfect set, which, you know, is an impossible thing, but sometimes it feels like, oh yeah, everything was on it tonight. Mm -hmm. Um, And I want to, do that and just knowing like when I perform that's regardless of how I feel regardless of how stressed like right now I'm going through like for the past couple of weeks I'm in like this little mini nice little episode of depression happening mm, yes. uh, you know and so it's been rough but the only thing that keeps me like legit like going it one of the things of course is performing that's truly what's like really kept me given me some little hint of happiness you know what I mean yeah like and it's because that's and even when like even just being depressed or feeling this anytime I'm on stage all of that goes away you, you know, gotta I'm like doing the you thing. gotta pull up and you just gotta yeah. be like I know how to be present here and I know how to yeah. do it in my body without assistance from other stuff yeah and also it's like the one time none of that stuff really affects me like the sadness or anything I'm on stage and it's like I don't know it's like it's like my shield in some sense like none nothing me being sad or me being angry me being pissed off about something none of that bugs me up there when I'm performing because I'm like yo this is my stage this is where I'm supposed to be um and yeah so that's like I don't I don't know that's that for me that's what works no I love that yeah, I've I've dibble dabbled in a few open mics and it is addicting, I swear. It's a very it's, addicting, fun. it's an addicting feeling for sure. It's so fun. When it's good, it's good. When it's bad, it is absolutely disgusting <laughs> and horrible <laughs> and you want to feel anything else. <laughs> You're like, I you don't need to know my name. I was not here. Uh-uh, Do not see uh-uh. me again. Uh-uh. But when it's good, like listen, Saturday, like I always say it, like I'm, you know, I'm, I'm lucky. Like, uh, you know, when I have a good set, I have a good set. And I had this, sh- I did the show at friends and lover on Saturday. And I always, this is always my response. So I know I need to work on being a little bit more professional because someone asked me, yo, how was your set? And I'm like, yo, they were sucking my dick. Like they were all on my dick. I was like, it was, that's just how it was. And that I, every time I say that, because in if that's even going in my, in my, that's going on in my head when I'm performing. Like mm. when I right away when I get on stage, I'm thinking, okay, you got to get their pre- you got to get their attention, you got to have control. And as soon as I get control, in my head, there's this little voice is like, yeah, they're on your dick now. And then I just have fun. Yeah, it's power. I mean, it, it's literally mm-hmm. I have a microphone, and once you get them to listen, you're like, I could theoretically say anything, but I have you, so it's like 
Right. Yeah. Oh, it's on. Now let's let's now I'm gonna take you on a very weird journey and you're gonna get tripped out because you like it. <laughs> I love that. Speaking of weird journeys, it is time for me to ask you the question. Why are you like this? Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Why am I like this? I love this. Um, so I've been thinking about this because like I mentioned, I watched earlier episodes or I listened to earlier episodes. Love a research. Love a research. Oh, yeah. Hell yeah. That's what I do. So I think what I initially would say, if this would be a stereotypical version, this would be an easy response would be, I'm like this because of my parents. I'm like this because of my upbringing. I'm like this um because of texas i'm like this because of college i'm like this because i'm queer but no i think i want this to be my response to be a little bit more present Mm -hmm. and so now i'm like this and that'll be this version that you're getting of me now today the version that you met a couple months ago because of me (laughs) um because of myself because of therapy because of sobriety and because of my cute dog who keeps passive aggressively moaning because he wants attention right now he's under the sofa and he does the thing where he goes and I know he gets it from me because I do that too so and I'm because of this also because of my really great friends who carried me through most of last year when I went through my traumatic breakup and also because of the new people that I've met like yourself who are just like I don't know I keep meeting these really great people I mean I met some few assholes, but they're not in my life. There are some bad people, but for the most part, all these new people that are in my life that are sticking in my life, I'm like, I don't know. That's what's keeping me going. So that's why I have this. I feel like I'm, this is the, it's weird. Every day I'm a better version of myself from yesterday, despite my depression. Um, And I know it's all because of the work I myself have put in in the past six months. 
Yeah, that's beautiful. Seven months. Thank you, man. Listen to me, God. Yeah, that was gorgeous. No, it's <gasps> it's um, it we like don't talk about the the power of like owning like the things that you are doing to make you feel better. Like it, it like you were saying before, we were like, I'm like this because of all these outside things, which yes, shape us. Mm-hmm. But like, if I hadn't chosen to stop drinking, mm-hmm. if I hadn't chosen to be on the current fitness journey that I'm on, if I hadn't chosen to do this podcast, like, right. these by the are way, all you look great. Stuff. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, these are all things that I did choose and that I should have more celebration for without a caveat of, mm-hmm. I know it's odd. It's like, we should be celebrating yourself individualism yeah more because it's yeah. hard it's fucking hard you have to be proud of yourself and you can you and you can be you're working really hard as can you thank you thank you and it's just weird like i've had to learn when my friends will sometimes tell me um anytime i post like you know oh this long not drinking uh or i mentioned like i went through i was dating someone i don't even know if we call it dating but it was weird uh she it, the way she ended it was very abrupt um but the way i handled it was such a healthy thing was was such was in such a healthy manner or i went through this really rough thing with uh, now an ex friend this past weekend um and immediately the way i handled that i i handled it in a healthy manner and it's like whoa 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 Who's this person? How did we, how did we get to like being able to just do this and be able to be like, okay, like this isn't good for me, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. And I'm letting it go. And like, yeah, processing that, it the right way. And that's it. Like I'm not sitting, I mean, I'm not perfect. There are definitely nights mm-hmm. where I sit and I stew over like someone sent me K period. I don't know what the fuck that means. Oh, uh, hell no. Or my agent today <laughs> sent something that said, put it up. We'll see what happens, winky face. And I was like, what does that mean? Like, What? <laughs> You're a professional. <laughs> send me a winky face. What the hell? Send me a winky face, but you know what? I'm letting it go. There you go. And I'm putting it out there. We'll see what happens. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, and I mean, I get it. I'm, 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 one of the things I've talked, my therapist, I think was it last week? Because I'm still kind of butt hurt about this person that ended it with me, um, or that told me that she didn't want to see me anymore. And I had to use the phrase in therapy. I was like, "She goes, well, how do you feel?" Like, well, I'm still kind of butt hurt. Like, and then the therapist she used butt hurt, and I could not stop laughing for five minutes. You're like, you don't have a word that's more than yeah. butt hurt for me to use here. Yeah, she repeated. She was like, "Butt hurt," and I'm like, "You're a professional," but <laughs> I, I love it regardless. But I mean, it's not, I think it's more about me knowing if I'm angry, which, you know, angry, sad, sadness turned inward sometime, most of the time, um, knowing I'm sad and allowing myself to feel it and being like, okay, like, you know, like I've, I, you know, at the end of the day, I, I, you know, I, I cry more often lately because of this depression that I'm going through right now. And instead of avoiding it and going to like, drink or just be like oh i'm just gonna push this feeling down instead i'm just like letting myself feel it you know yeah and it, and it does feel better at times but it's like letting myself feel it. it's like whoa 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 this is uh 
weird. But then I'm super happy the next day when I wake up that I'm just thinking, oh, yeah, Veronica, you got through that. And for me, it's like, if I just address it now, it's not going to pop up six months from now. You don't want that shit to pop up no. when you're talking to someone or in a relationship, like, or when you're dating. Cause you know, I've had it. I'm like, I've been on dates, on a couple of dates with people. And I'm just thinking this, that, oh, that's not me. Oh no, no. You're mad. You're, you're upset at something I said that honestly is very minor, yeah. but I know, <laughs> I know this isn't me. So I'm going to let you think about what led you here, you know? And then call me, call me when you figure it out. I'll Call me around. when you figure it out. You were blocked, though. So <laughs> goodbye. Goodbye. Thank you for trying. Don't Black call Black me. Go. You got work to do now. Go find that problem. Honestly, I gave you a gift. I'm giving you a gift did. by telling you, not right now. <laughs> it's Be true. Free. It's true. Uh, what's your favorite thing about being queer? Oh, my goodness. What's my favorite thing about being queer? Uh, Colin, my, still hear my dog's passive aggressive. He's, he's like, like mm-hmm. he's like, he's like, you're queer. It's <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> like, what? What else am I in? What? Why there never been any men in here? I feel like that's his voice. I feel like he's queer too. Regardless, right. um, I think my favorite thing about being queer has to be, um, I don't know. Maybe he knows what my favorite thing about being queer is. Well, one, the women. Okay. Uh, Two, I'm sure. Take my word for that on that. Um, It's, uh, yes, women. uh, Well, the the good, the women that are nice, not the ones that are dicks. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But my favorite thing about being queer, it has to be just like, I think being queer, especially in New York City, and like being able to, um, I don't know. I feel like I'm completely myself. So I feel like my, like, my aesthetic is queer um my like i'm not it's weird if i were a straight woman i feel like my masculine energy would be intimidating um it's not not that it isn't already but i feel like being queer people are like oh well that's expected with her (laughs) yeah that's fair well i mean we talked about height earlier and like i'm five four but i don't i like rarely think about my height um because there isn't like a stereotypical like gay height thing you know like the heterosexual world is like the man is tall and she is small and that is how they like (laughs) that is how it goes that is how it goes and it's like well people are all different sizes but sometimes i'll think about that as i'm like walking around being like i'm the hottest fucking bitch here and then i'm like "Mm, if i were straight probably a wouldn't be saying I'm the hottest fucking bitch here, but maybe I am. But uh, <laughs> would you? I would love it if you did. You was a straight man saying yeah. the same shit, yeah, just say- getting up in that puss, <laughs> <laughs> just swimming in vagina. <laughs> uh, it's just so funny. I'm like, oh yeah, these things just don't. There, I mean, there are plenty of issues with the queer community, but I'm like, uh, the like societal idea of like height or when you get married or mm-hmm. all that shit not being in play in my life is yeah so freeing so, i also yeah. like the lack of pregnancy scares that's uh, great yeah I that's a, that's a good thing that's probably uh, up there for someone who would have a pregnancy <laughs> scare for sure <laughs> yeah like what <laughs> ain't gonna happen yeah. not here sorry nah i was gonna say like when regards to the height thing i the only thing I, the reason i mention it is because um 
that one person I did, she made it seem made it a thing. Uh, so obviously it's all her shit. But I'm I'm I, I'm I'm somewhat lax, but I'm on the apps now. Uh-huh. Um, and I I mean these people see pictures of me online, and like I mentioned to you, I mean I've seen Park Slope. Here goes a siren. Who knows what's happening? A lesbian probably lost her dog. Uh, Is your dog still in that room? He's here. He's, he's okay, right cool. behind me. I just me. didn't want to know he's if like, it was like the titular lesbian. <laughs> he's right behind me. He's like on my back and he's like, are you done yet? Are we done with this? He's over here just being, he just wants attention because he knows it's after five. Mm. But um, I'd put it because whenever I, you know, I, I match with someone and if they're cute, I'll, I mean, you know, obviously they're cute. We matched. I'll strike a convo and I usually do, you know, three, just uh, quick three messages. And then it's like, we should meet up. Uh, and if they say, yeah, cool. And I just preface it right away with, Hey, I don't drink. I don't smoke. Um, and also I'm, you know, five, two, just, just a heads up. That's a problem. If either one of those are a problem with you, if, or if you have a problem with any of those, I take no offense. You can just say, Hey, I, I can't do this. And I am all right with it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Whatever. No, but I mean, everyone's seems to be fine about it. That's so great. I get, I still get kind of panicky about being like, I don't drink. Um, yeah because i i truly don't have it i mean we met in a bar like i don't have an issue yeah. being in a bar i don't have an issue i love going being out. in bars i love being in bars i don't have a problem with other people drinking nope i yeah. understand if we're sitting there and like the other person's goal is to get drunk that night and i'm not getting drunk that night like it's not gonna be fun it's not gonna be fun it is a different thing like i i, I get that but yeah i still don't have like the full confidence of just letting it lie i'm very like i don't drink but I, I smoke weed and it's like totally fine i'm super fun i promise i'm a lot of fun it's like it's just chill i i didn't kill anyone like i just don't drink like <laughs> oh see i'm the opposite i'm like i don't drink i killed someone yeah i killed five people, I killed five people. you gonna get drunk tonight oh shit i might kill you and i am, no. and I am five two <laughs> five two so get ready <laughs> not gonna be able to carry you but um i i don't know i feel like it's just been i've just been telling them and ugh, now he has a toy hey can you stop thank you i appreciate it so man uh i just i'm very upfront i don't know i think it's just because i'm able to be able to be direct and like as a performer just with being doing stand-up it's made me so much more confident in who i am and just be you know public what is it public speaking is the number one fear usually mm-hmm. isn't that what it's like the top three. And I mean, that's my jam. So that has always blown my mind as a person right? who is sitting on a podcast, just being like, <laughs> everyone should listen to me talk. Um, yeah. And we had to take like a public speaking class in college and I was a full on acting major. And I'm like, I don't know how this is still a requirement for me, um, <laughs> but sure. Okay. Uh, and yeah, people cannot give speeches. Nope. It's no, bizarre. anytime. Anytime at work, if they're like, oh, someone's shy, can someone, would someone be willing to talk about this? And everyone just delays it, delays it. And even when they have to submit videos and, and then if no one volunteers, then I do the, all right, I'll do it. Let me fuck this up. And I always do a great job and people like when I do it. I just don't want to be the person. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? And I'll do it. And they're like, why? And then they, uh, some people, they found out that I performed, but not everyone knew for a bit. And they just telling me you're so natural i'm like yeah that's just i was like that's just how i do this is how i do <laughs> they're like you're so natural you should go on snl right i was like fuck you <laughs> and then i punched a co-worker <laughs> i did it's all right i did it's, it's okay right. it's fine it's I, okay i work at another place it's totally chill <laughs> well veronica i asked this of all of my guests do you have any questions for me 
Yes, I do. I do. This is my question. It's nothing too too crazy. Um, I just mentioned on Twitter that I hadn't seen Lady Bird, and you were like, "Can we have a Lady Bird date? Can we? May we? Yes, please, please have a Lady Bird date." I can't believe you. I mean, I guess I can believe you haven't seen Lady Bird. It just like ran my world for the year that it was like in the Oscar race. And uh, I love Sersha so much. Sersha's great. Uh, Credit Gerwig's great. It's a great film. Right, isn't it? It's I'll Lori, my, Lori Metcalf. Metcalf in it. Mm-hmm. She's in it who's absolutely fantastic, fantastic in everything. It's a great film. It's a wonderful day. I'll wear Birkenstocks. We can lesbian it up. <gasps> oh my yeah. gosh, yeah. I'll wear my Birks. Yeah. Oh, my <laughs> Can't wear. I love that I do so. Like, I'll wear my Birks. This will be fun. Please, I would love you. So, you are the one who it's put true. it out there I and said, Can it. we have a lady I birthday? put it on the internet and now I'm putting it on the internet again and I am confirming that we will do this. Yeah, I grew up in Portland, Oregon. So the lesbian aesthetic really? is very in my bones. My neighbors are from Portland. My oh, really? third floor neighbors that I get along with so well, like their dog comes down and my dog goes up there for play dates. We hang out all the time. Like the dad, he has a stash of like sweets here that is his food that I keep here for him. And he's like, I'm gonna come to you. He'll come and like talk to me about like my dating or he'll just tell me about work and stuff. We're like bros. We bro up. And he comes to watch sports, but he has his own stash of like sweets. But they're from Portland and they have a cool their kid their son Elon is so cute. They're all they're so cool. Like we they let me borrow this book on Kriya meditation that I'm gonna start working on. And I got some free crystal the other day. So we're they're very fun. I just say in Portland, I, I I make fun of them. You know, I make fun of people from Portland, you know, not knowing them, but also people from Portland I've noticed are like the sweetest people and have the coolest vibes ever. It's a, yeah, it's a chill world. It's a, I love it. I mean, it's one of my favorite places. Um, But yes, the lesbianism is deep set. Strong like I, in you. I saw Brandy Carlisle singing at the Oregon Zoo when I was like 12. So like, I'm oh ready. <laughs> You're like, I was a lesbian till I wasn't. <laughs> exactly, yeah. And from behind, you wouldn't know. You might call me a lesbian. It's fine. I have childbearing hips and it's all good, baby. Whatever. You look good. Thanks, babe. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I could talk to you for six more hours and we're going to because we're going to go on this this ladybird date. Yes, I can't wait. Thank so you excited. so much for taking the time to be on the pod. Thank your dog for... Being interrupting well. <laughs> sorry i was in a quiet room but i didn't realize he was gonna want this much attention oh it's okay. and he knows i'm talking about him because he has his ears like what did i do and it's like bitch you know what you did he, he'll he's he i mean he has a, he, i'm a single mom now uh, this is this is how he acts out this we're working it. on it he'll get there he has trauma he turns three next month it's a whole thing uh <laughs> no i don't have a cupcake already frozen for him in the freezer for his birthday no no yes no. i do i bought it on sunday they tell me to put it in the freezer well regardless <laughs> thank you so much for having me this was so much fun where can the children find you they can find me uh what is this episode gonna drop a uh, couple weeks two weeks okay um i'll, I'll just say i will you know look just Google me, but also find me on Instagram. Uh, just type in Veronica Garza Comedian, or my handle is at Barrows underscore got underscore jokes. Um, you know, Veronica Garza Comedian. Find me on Twitter, Barrows underscore broke. Same thing. Just type in Veronica Garza Comedian. Um, or, you know, they can go in your friend your friend list and just look in Veronica, and I'll be right there. Bam. Oh, thank you again. This has been so lovely. And until thank next you, time, y'all, bye.
Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.